Jefferson once said, there is no justification for taking away individuals' freedom in the guise of public safety. He also said, whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, meaning life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government, end quote. Now, when I read these words, I have to tell you, I personally regard us as being somewhat derelict of duty, aren't we? I mean, we failed to either alter or abolish our out of control government so far. And really, we haven't even begun to get serious about instituting any kind of a new government. We are not following the wisdom of this nation's founding fathers. And that's a concern. This is Unity Without Compromise. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Steve LaTulip, uh, the good doctor who was canceled in Oregon um, a few years ago for doing my job. And because of all the tyranny that is going on in our country, because of the tyranny and the corruption that has infiltrated every form of American government in every agency, I have come to the conclusion that not only do we have a right to abolish a rogue government, but we also have a duty to do so. And I hope that I am in good company when I say that because we have a lot of Americans who have been way too silent. And I do hope that President Trump is right when he spoke at the South Dakota rally and said that the silent majority is finally stirring and awakening and uniting and becoming heard. I just hope he's right this one last time because that's really important if we really are intent on saving America. Now, we have to answer the question, do we really have an out-of-control government? Well, you know, let's just look at the facts, okay? Because according to Thomas Jefferson, he, he explicitly said, there is no justification. In other words, no excuse, no reason for it whatsoever for taking away individuals' freedom in the guise of public safety. Now, that's exactly what our government did to us in no uh, uncertain terms when they hit us with the man-made pandemic, the COVID-19 supposed pandemic worldwide uh, affliction from a virus. We learned what happened. The virus was created. It was man-made through gain-of-function research funded by the American government, sponsored by our own fraud, Anthony Fauci, who is really not a medical doctor. I mean, he's never really treated, he's never treated any patients. He, he knows nothing about treating human uh, suffering in any way. All he does, all he has really done has caused and induced suffering and pain of both humans and animals. He's a ruthless uh, individual who, you know, I, if I cussed, I, I would have very select names for him. But what I'm saying is that we really have more than just a right, but we do have a duty to respond because our government is continuing to push the narrative 
of, oh, we are just trying to take care of you. We're trying to protect you. And because of that desire to protect you from whatever, um, we have to just take away your liberty for a little while, you know, and, and it's the slippery slope is what they're trying to do. And um, we have to be aware of what's really happening. I mean, if we are a free and a morally astute people, and we also must be a godly people, then with our liberty and our moral inclination, we are forever charged by God to do certain things. And that includes to help the poor, to protect the weak, and to ensure that liberty persists for those who come after us. Are we doing it? Um, that's a very debatable issue. We're talking a lot. We are raising a lot of issues. We are exposing a lot of evil. And I think that is commendable for those of you who are doing it. Anyone who is taking up the banner to fight for their country, I have nothing but praise and admiration for you. And I pray that God will raise up new warriors of righteousness and truth, because this is what it will take to save America. It will also take an awful lot of courage. But the words of George Washington, spoken so long ago, are as applicable now as they were then in the late 1700s when he spoke these words. The time is near at hand which must determine whether Americans are to be free men or slaves. Now, he was saying that at the time of the Revolutionary War, as it was beginning. But do we not find ourselves right now in that same exact predicament? The time is near at hand right now in our lives in America at this moment, at which we must determine whether we Americans are to continue to be free men, or if we will be completely enslaved. Yes, that time is near at hand, and I do hope and pray that we recognize it, but I honestly still have my doubts about it, that we have yet um, perhaps not felt enough pain, maybe. We have suffered a little bit. We are starting to struggle more. A lot of families are diving into the poverty level. Some, I don't know, 11, 13 million more people were added to the poverty level because of this out-of-control inflation um, that is happening under the the misnomer Biden uh, economics or Bidenomics, I mean, that is a crazy term, in my opinion, because that suggests that there is a design going on where Biden is implementing certain principles. All that he is doing, and it's not Biden, it is the puppeteer, probably Barack Obama behind this, and he's got a lot of support with the globalists, um, the billionaires across the, the, the globe who are now controlling us, the World Banks and so forth. But they are really trying to put the screws to us. They want to control us. They want to oppress us and make us their slaves if we survive because they are killing an awful lot of us. And we have to realize that, that we are 
in a war, except that we really still are not fighting it um, as we should. It's a cold war on our side, but the left is literally killing a lot of people. The deaths continue with the COVID shots. If you're still now catching a cold or another virus, and you know, if you happen to be, eh, I don't want to say dumb enough, but yeah, let me just say it, dumb enough to take a test to see if you got COVID or not. It's a, it's a waste of time. It's ridiculous. SARS-CoV-2, the version that was produced in the Wuhan lab, uh, we called it COVID-19. That is long gone. That virus has mutated multiple times. And when mutations occur from any virulent strain, even if it is man-made, they tend toward becoming less virulent because that promotes the survivability of the virus. And that's the only way that a pandemic can happen is if a virus is not so lethal that it kills you. Otherwise, it will not spread. So we need to come to our right minds and we need to realize that the time is near at hand right now. We have to determine if we want to remain a free people, or should I say regain our freedom, or if we want to dive into absolute miserable slavery. And this time we're talking slavery for every race, for every people in America, and even possibly worldwide, because this world government uh, they are trying hard to proceed to Congress. If they can get a digital currency in place and replace the dollar um, and they control your bank account, then you're a slave. You, you will not be able to buy or sell. You will not be able to eat if you don't do what the government tells you to do. If you don't comply, you're a dead man unless you know how to survive otherwise. And I won't get into that today, but um, it might be necessary if these people, if our local government, our domestic enemy, the government, if they pull off this coup. And I'm really saddened by the fact that I don't hear the word coup being used enough. It's like people don't want to admit that our government is out to get us. The FBI, the CIA, Department of Homeland Security, every government agency is bent on destroying America. And by that, I mean complete, a complete and total collapse of our government and a dissolution of the Constitution of the United States. That is serious, serious stuff. Now, let me read again. Thomas Jefferson's first quote that I, I mentioned, there is no justification for taking away individuals' freedom in the guise of public safety. Now, just to show you how intent they are on doing that, um, for a purpose, we saw it again just happening uh, recently in New Mexico with Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, who just actually violated the words of the man who drafted the Declaration of Independence, that we are a free people. Our government doesn't want us to be free. Do you get that? So Governor Lujan Grishin decides to violate these words of Thomas Jefferson, violate the principle. She declares an emergency, declares an emergency. She takes away our individual freedoms in the guise of public safety. 
just exactly what Thomas Jefferson said. Now, does she have any reason to do it? Well, how does disarming a law-abiding public increase public safety? I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense, right? To anybody with common sense, with just a little bit of common sense. But she goes further. She called it an emergency public health measure. Now, that's kind of scary, isn't it? An emergency public health measure. This is not common sense either. This is nothing but uh, propaganda. A public health measure disarming good American citizens who have a right by the Constitution to protect themselves. So what Governor Grisham did is suspended the right to carry firearms in the public for 30 days in one county surrounding Albuquerque. And she said she will reevaluate the need for that every 30 days. So she was seeing if she could get away with it. And if she did, she would continue to reevaluate. And you know what her reevaluation would be. It would be that, um, yeah, we need to extend this. Yep, look at um, violence was reduced. And, and they would find a way to try and produce that lie and get you to believe it. Okay, that's exactly what she would do. Uh, now, this is exactly what happened in Oregon, as well as many other states regarding the Ill illegal COVID mandates. They said they were doing it um, in the guise of public safety, for your safety, things like masking and social distancing, solitary confinement of the elderly in so-called care facilities, everything they did was supposedly for our safety, for our health, but it had exactly the opposite effect. And that should make you very angry because it betrays our constitution in a very blatant way. Now, why did she do this when she knew she was going to receive backlash? Do you think that Governor Grisham has a conscience and she's trying to be true to her conscience? <clears throat> I don't think so. Was it a wise decision? A countywide Bernalillo County um, gun-free zone. Criminals would absolutely love this. Wow, what an opportunity. Hey, we know we're not going to get shot at because nobody's armed anymore. Gun-free zones, including a county. A whole county is a gun-free zone. What do you think you are inviting? And do you think that Governor Grisham does not know that? Of course she knows that. Does she know she is violating the Constitution? Yes, she absolutely said it. She doesn't deny it for a second, but says she has the right to suspend it, quote, in my opinion. Wow. In her opinion. So what she's doing is misinterpreting the Constitution uh, in the same, very same way that people will misinterpret, misquote the scriptures to make the Bible say something very opposite of what it really is saying. But that's how they operate. That's how propagandists and liars operate. That's written in the communist cookbook, the code for how to make a nation communist. It's all right there. 
There was a law professor at Loyola Law School in L.A., Jessica Levinson. She said it was an attempt to, quote, move the debate about gun control. Now, move it where? What does she mean by move the debate? There is no debate. See, they want you to think there is a debate. But according to the Constitution, there absolutely is no debate about your right to own firearms and to carry firearms, unless you're a criminal, of course. So this was a blatant betrayal of the Constitution. And Grisham's orders, by the way, if you want to test her sincerity, she also mandated with this order, number one, monthly inspections of firearms dealers statewide to ensure compliance with gun laws, Read that as pure harassment. And number two, state health departments are to compile reports on gunshot victims at hospitals that include age, race, gender, ethnicity, and get this, brand and caliber of firearm involved. It's almost like they're investigating the weapon itself, right? I mean, that's what they mean when they say gun violence. They are, they're actually charging the gun with the crime. It has nothing to do with the criminal who pulled the trigger, right? Uh, kind of like an actor who shot and killed someone not that long ago. Well, what's absent is an actual incentive to punish criminals and to empower the police force so that they can do their job. In fact, Governor Michelle has done a lot of things to thwart that. She does not want there to be law and order. No leftist in their progressive mind wants peace or prosperity or liberty. They want just the opposite. They want to quash your freedom in the most blatant way they can. And they want to punish the gun for the crime rather than the criminal. It is an absurdity that is just so laughable. It's ridiculous, but it makes me angry because they are shoving it down our throats so hard. Now, of course, she got a lot of resistance. Sheriff John Allen, who, by the way, is a Democrat, says he refuses to enforce the illegal gun ban order. He says, let me be clear. I hold my standards high and I do not or ever will hedge on what is right, and I take my oath seriously. While I've got a lot of uh, praise for this Sheriff John Allen, because he is standing on principle, and I like that. It was a correct response, and this must be the response of every citizen in America. Sheriff John Allen also stated correctly, quote, this order will not do anything to curb gun violence other than to punish law-abiding citizens from their constitutional right to self-defense. It will also put them at higher risk, of course, and he's right in saying that as well. This is common sense. Sam Bregman, uh, the county district attorney, uh, also refused to enforce the order, and so did Tim Keller, Albuquerque's mayor, and Harold Medina, the police chief of Albuquerque, also refused to enforce the order, they said. Now, the uh, 
Supreme Court, I believe, just put a hold on this so that um, her order is not enforced presently. And uh, I'm glad to hear that. The National Association for Gun Rights, as well as an individual, Foster Haynes, uh, have filed lawsuit in district court seeking an immediate block of her order. Apparently, they obtained it. Um, and they are citing a lot of different reasons for it. But there was the Bruin decision by the Supreme Court in June of 2022, which actually expanded the right for law-abiding citizens to carry guns. And uh, specifically to carry guns for the purpose of self-defense. And there's no way that Lujan Grisham is going to secede in this. But what was her real motive if she knew that she was going to be defeated from the get-go. Well, they constantly try to chip away at our freedoms to erode the Constitution, to make it less significant, and to get you to believe that the Constitution can be overridden at will. And that's what this is all about. Uh, I find it completely disgusting, but that is what they are doing. Just like all the lawsuits against Trump, Every one of them is nonsense. They are violating constitutional law all over the place. But if they file enough suits against Trump, if they have enough complaints filed, if they indict him enough times, they just figure that based on the odds, something is eventually going to stick and they're going to be able to get him, hang him on something, right? Um, th this is the way they work. And uh, this is the way all of the government agencies work when they are opposing innocent and righteous American citizens. We are in trouble in America. We see the oppression that they are causing, and it continues to get worse. And it is a pure slap in the face to us. And I love seeing it because I am hoping it might just awaken us. Now, we just had a Proud Boys leader get 22 years in prison for organizing a protest on January 6th. Compare that to just countless other murderers, rapists, pedophiles, arsonists, scammers who go completely unpunished. I mean, we look at it, start at the top with our uh, seated installed president who is not at all the president. Uh, but look at what he has gotten away with. Look at what his son has gotten away with and work your way all the way down to the Antifa and BLM thugs. Uh, recently, Shannon Brandt from Glenfield, North Dakota, pled, he pleaded guilty in May to manslaughter. After murdering Kale Ellingson in September of 2022 in McHenry, North Dakota. Now, this is just for comparison. Brandt, the accused, initially claimed that he ran over this innocent man, Ellingson, after a political argument and that the teen had threatened him and was part of a radical group. And so that justified him running him over and killing him. The truth was, there was no such evidence to support his claim at all. 
the maximum penalty for manslaughter is 10 years and a $20,000 fine or both. And that's for manslaughter, not for murder. But this was, in fact, murder. Can you imagine what would have happened if it was Ellingson, the conservative, who had run over Brandt, a liberal? Oh, my goodness. He would have gotten a hundred years sentence, you know, five lifetime sentences, probably. Brandt also left the scene of the crime after he hit this guy. He was intoxicated, so he had a driving under the influence crime. And for all of this, what does he get? Well, he gets five years sentence with credit for nearly a year served already and then three years probation and one year suspension of driver's license and that is for running somebody over intentionally and killing him that's called murder that's murder and such stories as this abound Many never even get prosecuted. Uh, you know, think of all the illegals who commit crimes, who kill, who never get caught. Think of the Antifa, the BLM rioters who got away with so much in 2020 and 2021. But someone who wasn't even at the nation's Capitol building gets 22 years in prison for speaking against the crimes of his government. This pertains to the First Amendment. He organized a petition to the government for a redress of grievances. That's what he's guilty of doing. That's called the First Amendment. And what was his grievance? It was the grievance of every honest American it was the concern about a stolen 2020 election. We have so much overwhelming evidence right now that President Trump was our legitimately elected president of the United States in 2020. They took it from us. They stole it from us. And yes, I have a grievance with my government for that, as well as for an awful lot of other things. But when we express those concerns now, you just never know when the FBI is going to come knocking at your door because they have become the Gestapos, the black priests of the government. And if you oppose them, Big Brother is listening in on you. And if you rise high enough to the top where you are very influential, they are going to come and take you out. And that's exactly what they are doing. Think about how many January 6th prisoners, detainees, hostages, really, how many of them have died? How many of them have had their lives completely destroyed, ruined, because they simply followed the First Amendment? And we are doing nothing about it. We are derelict of duty. I have to insist, we are derelict of duty in not abolishing this tyrannical government. Not yet, anyway. And they are still going after people associated with that legal gathering on January 6th at the, at the Capitol building in D.C. They're still going after President Trump 
the real president of the United States elected legally for exposing their many crimes. And what are we doing about it? Well, we're making a lot of noise finally, but as far as doing things to reverse it, not a whole lot. The spineless McCarthy, who's walking on eggshells now because he doesn't want to get booted as Speaker of the House, but he has to please both sides uh, in order to maintain the position, um, he's not going to act on principle. He is not going to be pricked of conscience and say, I am going to do what is right. He is going to do what is expedient so that he can continue as Speaker of the House. This is the type of cowardice that we see in almost every position of government. There are a few exceptions, but not many. While Trump's recent speech in South Dakota, I would have to say, was two different things. Number one, it was an, an ode to America. It, it sounded a lot like an epitaph except that we're not officially dead yet. We're only on life support right now as Americans, our country. Number two, Trump's speech was a call to action of the silent majority. What action? What is he calling us to do? We must not be naive or foolish because without the proper action, we are soon going to all become slaves to a very harsh master. I'm going to take a brief pause and I shall return. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix Rx is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. 
with known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. And welcome back. This is Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Steve Latula. You are listening to a program that is focusing on unity for the sake of saving our nation. My radio show does air at 5 p.m. on Sundays every weekend, and it then goes to podcast. Please experience what is available to you in the form of articles, podcasts, good information. Go to americaoutloud.news and you can access them all. And uh, again, I will ask you, please share this information with your friends, with your family, your neighbors, with anybody that you can on your social media posts, because what we are trying to do is simply to save a nation. We are all about liberty and justice for all people in America, for all American citizens. We aim to uphold the rights of our constitution. We are conservative in the sense of elevating the standard of the Bible and the principles of constitutional law in our country. These have governed us for almost 250 years in a beautiful way. Today I'm talking about our duty as American citizens. If the words of Thomas Jefferson are true, then we the people are really derelict of duty. I, I can't think of any other way to put it. We've got so much going on in our country right now that shows us without any doubt, beyond any doubt, that our government is attacking us in every way. Personally, they are taking away our freedoms. Economically, they are destroying us. They are ever increasing our taxes. They are taking away our natural resources, including energy, which we have plenty of in the form of oil, gasoline. We are rich in the second most abundant liquid on the planet, oil. 
oil that regenerates itself much faster than you might think. They are doing all they can to enslave us. But finally, we're getting a little bit of action here. I mean, Joe Biden, the demented puppet, is now going to face a formal impeachment inquiry. It's going to proceed. I'm really glad to see this. It needs to happen. It should have happened a long time ago. Other than you could say it should have never happened because he should have never been installed as president in the first place. But for all the crimes that the Biden family have committed, I mean, comparing and contrasting this with President Trump and his family, whoa, this should have happened right out of the gate. But will it really matter? Let's say we do impeach Joe Biden. What's it going to matter? It's really hard to say. Is Kamala Harris going to step up and somehow improve the nation? No, she's going to be just another little puppet, a cackling puppet who laughs at everything, who has very little gray matter between her ears. I mean, she is not an intelligent person. She has zero wisdom, zero common sense. She has nothing to offer. And that is exactly what the chief puppeteer wants, somebody that can be fully controlled and somebody who will do their bidding at our expense. So I got to admit, Kevin McCarthy does not inspire hope, okay? He, he's proceeding with this. We know that he is compromised. We know that Kevin McCarthy is spineless. He is testosterone deficient. He is not a true leader. McCarthy stated, the House Oversight Committee's investigation has uncovered a, quote, culture of corruption. Well, no duh, you think? Corruption, a culture of corruption around the Biden family. On September 12th, he directed the House to inquire about impeachment. Now, that doesn't mean they are going to proceed with impeachment. They are just proceeding with the formal inquiry. Okay, then they have to yet decide this. So don't think that this is a said and done deal. And whichever way it goes, I would say don't be too concerned. Of course, Biden should be impeached. Truthfully, Biden should be executed for treason, in my opinion, in my very humble opinion, which probably means nothing whatsoever. But at least something is being done and based on the, quote, allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption, according to McCarthy, that, quote, warrant further investigation, um, at least they are going to proceed with the inquiry. I have no idea where this is going to go. I have no faith in the system. And if you do, you have a whole lot more faith than I do in government. We also are facing another Government shutdown threat that looms over our heads, and um, I personally think it could be a blessing because our government is so corrupt. Everything that they do, every action that they take leads further to our demise. So a government shutdown, whew, that sounds like a reprieve to me. We do have government representatives such as Marjorie Taylor Greene, from Georgia, Matt Gates uh, from Florida, 
who are demanding that McCarthy push really hard for spending cuts. Things like uh, cutting out the COVID vaccines and the mandates, any funding toward that. They want to stop the funding of the Ukraine war, which is an absolute atrocity. We should not be in Ukraine. We should have nothing to do with it. But hey, we've got a president and, and other people in, in Congress right now who are getting filthy rich on the Ukraine war. There's money, money laundering going on there that we are totally unaware of. I mean, look at the billions and billions of dollars have gone to Ukraine. How much of that do you think can be accounted for? Let me just say, not much. We have billions and billions of dollars completely unaccounted for, and that has gone on for years with our government. And so where do we actually go from here? What do we do to save America? That's what I want to know. And that's what I want to do. And I hope you do too. And if we can pull our heads together, I think that we have more intelligence than the left because evil itself distorts people's minds. I think these people have no common sense whatsoever. The only thing they are halfway good at is focusing on evil. They are constantly planning evil, how to terrorize us, how to weaken us, how to pull us away from everything righteous, everything morally good and right. They want the opposite. So we know who they are serving. They may be shrewd. They may be cunning. They are certainly very evil. But I don't believe they have our intelligence. They do not have our common sense, our ability to reason and to take the knowledge we have and apply it. And that is called wisdom. I think we have a whole lot more wisdom. What I am wondering is, do we have the courage? Do we have the strength to stand tall even if it means us taking a loss, a loss of our wealth, a loss of our resources, our jobs, possibly our family members, possibly our own life. Do we have that, that kind of resolve? Because if we don't, then we are likely not to succeed. That's what I believe. And how do we get that resolve if we don't have it? Well, I'm not saying we don't have it. Don't get me wrong. I see an awful lot of people who are saying, I am ready to take on this government. And we must be ready. We have to have that kind of resolve. But where do we start? Well, we always start by getting back to the basics. When sometimes you lose your way, you get a little confused, you get a little disoriented, always, always go back to the basics. And we have those basics. Now, first of all, let's recognize that the entire world knows that the United States government right now is the most corrupt of all governments. We have surpassed Sodom and Gomorrah of the present day by far, whoever that may be. Okay, we have outcorrupted Xi Jinping. We have outdone Putin. We have gone beyond Rocket Man, the little man, Kim Jong-un from North Korea, and all the rest. We, as a government, 
And I don't want to say we the people, but our government and all of its little minions, the agencies that serve our government, consist of nothing but thugs. The FBI, the CIA, DHS, NEA, CDC, NIH. I mean, I could go on reading uh, the alphabet soup government agencies all day long. Now, something concerns me that a lot of people are saying that our system is broken. Look, look, we have failed. Our system is completely broken and has failed us. And to that, I say, nay, it has not. We have not stuck to the formula. That's the problem. We haven't stayed true to the founding fathers of this nation, who in fact told us this day of government tyranny would come. And here it is, right in our present day. What an opportunity to show the world right now who we Americans really are. I'd like to show Barack Obama who we really are and just shove it in his face. We are a Christian nation. We are a good people. We are a people of principle. But we must listen to the founding fathers and heed their advice. They created the system and it has worked absolutely beautifully. Who are they? Well, I would call them the Magnificent Seven, right? George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, Alexander Hamilton, John Adams, John Jay, James Madison, the signers of the Constitution, those who put it together. They are the founding fathers. And why should we listen to them? I mean, come on. They existed uh, well over 200 years ago. Do they still have anything to say to us? Well, I would suggest absolutely, because in their wisdom, they forged a new form of government based on the fundamental principles of justice, of equality, God-given or natural rights, and liberty. Why should we listen to them? Because they provided us with effective safeguards against abuse of power and authority. They said it would come. It is here. They are abusing us. They are terrorizing us with their authoritarian rules. Why should we listen to them? Because they understood the importance of a Christian moral foundation that is essential to preserving peace and prosperity. And because they backed their words with the courage and resolve necessary to secure our freedom from a former tyrannical government of England. We are absolute fools if we choose to ignore their advice. And we certainly cannot say that the system has failed us if we do not follow the rules of their system. The system is not broken. The system needs only to be applied. I could read hundreds, hundreds of quotes that tell us we should keep government small, remove from office the offenders who defy the Constitution, 
if they failed to support the Constitution, we were told to get rid of them immediately. Now, think about this. How many politicians would be left in Congress if we removed all of those who have not upheld their oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States? Well, I don't think there'd be a whole lot of people left. And if they were gone, I personally think it would be a very, very good thing. Vivek Ramaswamy recently said that if he were president, he would take out 75% of government. He would just cut it out, cut it down, whittle it down to a bare minimum essential. You know, that's a very good thought. I like that idea. I do like that idea. And that's exactly what President Trump was doing. He was getting rid of a lot of fluff in our government because the more fluff, the more oppression. But yeah, I could go on reading all these quotes, but let's understand from the get-go, the message is very clear in virtually all aspects of government. It has been covered in economics, politics, the political parties, foreign affairs, social structure, religion, education, law and justice, and national identity. Our founding fathers gave us tremendous guidance if we will only listen to it and heed it. I want to share with you just a few quotes before I finish. A variety of wise words that came from the founders, written long ago, remember that, but see how they ring true today. Notice how virtually every single quote derives also from a biblical principle. Please don't ignore that fact, because that is key in the survivability of this nation. Let me start with Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson once said, I believe that banking institutions are more dangerous to our liberties than standing armies. Whoa, he said that 250 years ago? Now, look at the world banks. See what we're up against. They are seeking to rule the planet by digital currency. Because if they can get you to buy into digital currency, no pun intended, they've got you. They've got you. They will control you. Absolutely control you. Um, I said that, that all these quotes come from a biblical principle. Well, you're aware of that, possibly, Revelation 13, verses 16 through 17. Read it for yourself. It says, he caused all, dot, 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 to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark. Now, this is the, the essence of what they are trying to do to us, the World Bank, so that they can control the world. And that's what the Bible speaks of. The founders were very aware of that scripture. Another quote from Thomas Jefferson. This is just to show you an example, uh, uh, something not often heard or, or read, but he says, take not from the mouth of labor the bread it has earned. This is a quote about heavy taxation, about slavery. 
Where does it come from in scripture? Well, 1 Timothy 5, 18 says, for the scripture says, you shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain. And the laborer is worthy of his wages. Okay, if you work, you should profit from your work. You should reap the benefits of your hard labor, a biblical principle. How about Benjamin Franklin? Good old Ben said, if everyone is thinking alike, then no one is thinking. What's he talking about there? He's talking about brainwashing. See, if you're told what to think and how to think and what to say and what to do, then we become just a bunch of robots, automatons, followers of whoever is programming our brains. No, we are not hackable animals. Now, this principle of brainwashing is addressed in five different scriptures, which start out with the words, do not be deceived. Galatians 6, 7, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows that he will also reap. First Corinthians 15, 33, do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Okay, there's a lot of deception in the world. There's going to be a lot of deception about the powers that will rise up between now and Christ's second coming. We are warned about that. We are warned about false teachers. We are warned so many times about being deceived or brainwashed. And Benjamin Franklin knew those verses of scripture very well. Ben also said it is the first responsibility of every citizen to question authority. That's a principle of discernment. He also said they who can give up essential liberties to obtain a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. Now that's called compromise. That principle is in the Bible in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 17. Learn to do good, seek justice, rebuke the oppressor, defend the fatherless, plead for the widow. And in James chapter 4, verse 17, therefore to him a knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. Okay? There it is. Don't compromise your values. Don't violate your own conscience, if it is a good conscience. And then how about George Washington, our first president? He said the fate of unborn millions will now depend under God on the courage and conduct of this army. We have therefore to resolve to conquer or die. Now, George Washington could have spoke those words yesterday. Does it come from the Bible? Absolutely. Isaiah 61, one, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and to op the opening of the prison to those who are bound. This was a prophecy of the coming Messiah, but very much a principle of liberty. And therefore I say, a Christian America gave us liberty, and it is why so many people the world over have flocked to our land since we gained our independence. They are seeking what we have, or at least what we had. So what do we do? Where do we go? Right now, I want to challenge you before God to understand 
and to act upon that understanding, we have a duty to abolish this tyrannical government by one means or another. I have no idea how it's going to happen, but it must happen. We hope it'll be peaceably done, but it could happen by a revolution. We have to face reality here. Our government is very dark, very evil, and very powerful in their evil, but we most certainly have the power to overcome them. What we need to do is wake up, join together, and do our duty as genuine Christians, as American citizens, as true patriots. Let's make sure that Trump was right one more time. And let's please our founding fathers and abolish this wretched government. You've been listening to Unity Without Compromise. This is Dr. Steve Latula. Have a great week. Adieu. Thank you.